0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes and I'm joined by my co-host
1: Demetrius. Hey, 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 been a long time, but a little bit.
0: And Saeed. Oh, 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 wait a second. Saeed is not here.
1: (laughs) I think he's lost in Limgrave.
0: True, true. Yo, hashtag where is Saeed? Uh, (laughs) You know? Help us find him. Help us find him. That's all we're gonna say. That's all we're gonna say about about that. We're gonna keep it a mystery. We're gonna keep it a mystery. But yeah, it has been a while, Demetrius, because the last episode that we put out, we actually recorded like over a month ago at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's been a hot second.
0: Yeah, kinda wild to think about. Uh it's funny that it's just you and me today though. And we'll we'll talk we'll say what we're gonna talk about in a little bit. But when we first started thinking about this podcast the very first episode we recorded which lives somewhere i don't know where it, where it is was just you and me
1: for a test record mhm episode episode 0
0: yeah so it's a little it's a little throwback it's a little throwback to that um and it's also funny that it's just you and me because you and i've had some uh heated debates conversations about a certain series that has mm, to do with dragons mm-hmm, and uh, balls. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah um, I wouldn't put man. it that way. That makes it sound really <laughs> sus. <laughs> uh,
0: but we are, are we also... talking about
1: that. What's that? Dragon Maid? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss Kobayashi uh, Dragon Maid? That type of stuff? I saw mm-hmm. they had a Switch game, and my impulsive shopping was like, do I buy it just, just to have?
1: Wow. I watched they the had anime. A game. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I watched the anime. Uh Little League World Series has a game too, and I've been watching that, so <laughs> uh,
1: True, yeah, true. Very shitty true.
0: game. But um <laughs> excuse my language, but yeah, so we won't be having a debate like that today. But you and I uh again, hashtag Warsaid. He hasn't seen it though. Uh you and I have both recently seen I saw it opening day, you saw it like a couple of days later. Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the the new movie.
1: Yeah, terrible name, but it was. Oh god! We definitely saw it. It makes it very uh, difficult to explain to people what the movie is when you have to say, "Oh, it's Dragon Ball Super Superhero."
0: They could if well, I guess they couldn't call it Dragon Ball Super Hero, because Dragon Ball Heroes exists.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So, but they couldn't have called it something else.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah, I don't know
0: like we had Dragon Ball Super Broly and they couldn't have called it like Dragon Ball Super like Red Ribbon Army or something, I don't know. But Yeah, uh, like I don't
1: know Android Android Returns, I don't know, yeah, something. Yeah, something, Android Assault. There you go. Like yeah, I like that one.
0: Uh, but so we're going to we're going to talk about it, you know, the good, I mean, like I said we've had some debates about Super versus GT and stuff, but that is not going to my proclivities towards Super. Is not going to cloud my um, criticisms of this movie, I think is safe to say. So, yeah. before we move forward... I mean, there's, there's actually a surprising amount of stuff I liked about this movie to talk about. And it same, might not be same. things people think. Uh, but before we move forward, it is important uh, to say that there is this is an entirely spoiler episode. So, mm-hmm. if you have not seen the movie yet, or if you care about spoilers go ahead click off thank you for listening up to this point just shut off wherever you're going if you want if you're listening to this on a browser go to www.killthecrooks.com buy some anime clothes and use code bebop15 to save 15 percent off your order and support the podcast see how i did that there
1: that's pretty true cool. yeah 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 yeah. Uh, see how you did that. but Get the, support the but, support the cast
0: exactly exactly Uh but if you care about spoilers, if you plan on seeing the movie, click off. Uh if you don't care about spoilers and you or you have seen the movie, this is going to be the episode uh for you. So Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Final spoiler warning at whatever timestamp this is. From now on, this is a spoiler spoilers episode. So Dragon Ball Super, superhero, direct sequel to Broly. And even though we're not going to talk about this right now, immediate reaction before we get into the meat of this. Superhero or Broly, which movie's better?
1: Which movie's better? See, this this is the hardest question because I actually like sat down and was like, how do I say which one is better? I can tell you that I enjoyed Broly significantly more. Mm-hmm. Like, just straight up, because it... Dragon Ball Super Broly felt like it returned to, like, Dragon Ball Z roots.
0: Fully agree. And
1: and, Fully and, agree. and and expanded upon them, because it showed a whole bunch of the Saiyans, a little bit more Frieza, expanded upon Broly's character, and it was really about the Saiyans through and through. So, mm-hmm. it, it felt like a good culmination of Dragon Ball Z. While, you know, making... Gogeta and Broly canon. Yep. S- superhero. Superhero as much as I liked it did have its shortcomings, but I think it's like a good. It's a good glimpse into what Dragon Ball Super and, and CG can become.
0: Yeah, for me, I kind of I agree with you with enjoying Broly more. Um, First of all, significantly more action in Broly. And like seeing it in theaters, I feel like it was a better experience in theaters just because of how hype the crowd was getting. Like there were a lot more of those. Oh moments. yeah. Uh, but as a as a whole for the movie, like people watch Dragon Ball for the fights, and f- for a longer amount of time in Dragon Ball Super Broly, there was more consistently hype fighting than in Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I'm just gonna call it Superhero. Yeah. Um, so from that aspect, I. Like, 100% enjoyed Broly more. But, and I think this is where it becomes subjective. Um, I'm a huge Gohan fan. And also low-key, I'm a huge Piccolo fan.
1: And oh, I'm just, I'm just a seeing, Piccolo fan. I'm not even low-key, bro. Ac-
0: actually seeing Piccolo pretty much carry a whole movie... And run, like, a gamut of different, almost slice of lifey moments, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this was a movie that I enjoyed for completely different reasons than Broly. Because it gave shine to characters that I feel like typically... I mean, Gohan, we'll talk about that. But Piccolo... Yeah, I was like, like we'll,
1: we'll get to Gohan, oh boy. I,
0: I I feel like Piccolo's... I feel like he carried the movie for me in a way that felt like something I'd wanted to see. Mm, Like if you, if you like the driving episode of Dragon Ball, that type of humor of Dragon Ball Z, that type of humor with Piccolo is throughout this movie, but it doesn't feel out of place. So in that regard, like they even, he even said it into the thing, they even says it. He's like driving the spaceship terribly (laughs) and Pan is like, why are you driving this way? He's like, oh, I never got my license.
1: Yes, boy needs to get arrested, basically.
0: Yeah, that was... that He parked illegally. Pan was like, Mr. Piccolo, this isn't a legal parking spot. <laughs> He's like, well, <laughs> that's okay.
1: I think I think that's one of the best things. If we just talk about Super as a whole, without comparing to Broly, Superheroes was, like, really good for reinstating Piccolo. Way mm-hmm. more than reinstating Gohan, if you ask me. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. because piccolo my boy piccolo like showed up caught you know noticed there was a problem called it out called in backup and when he got his new form which was very well deserved yeah uh, instead of and all surprising all this, to me surprising, surprising how much i liked it yeah uh instead of like Bulma's Brazilian butt lift and her two bro. millimeters on her eyelashes. <laughs> I was about to say if this that woman, was so funny. How are they doing this? Why are they doing this to Bulma, bro? Well, um, I mean,
0: looking back at like Dragon Ball and without derailing your thought real quick, looking back at Dragon Ball and even some of Dragon Ball Z, like some of the humor in true. superhero felt like a return to Dragon Ball humor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 almost like Superheroes is a true return to Dragon Ball Origins, mm-hmm. but Broly, I know I said I wasn't going to compare them, but Broly feels more like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah,
0: that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it.
1: Um, and like when Piccolo got his new form, Piccolo Orange, and he gets like just Giga Chad Buff and, you know, rocks oh, the crap tough. out of Gamma. Yeah, I was like, he my boy looks tough. dangerous. Yeah, I was like, this man had like, you know, the darker eye eye outlines. He had a guy liner on, whatever you want to call it. I was like, this man looks dangerous. Yo. <laughs> the whoa. guy liner. Yeah. Yo, he, he got b- the, the, boy the was thicker
0: big. uh the thicker like eyebrow area. Like the chunkier mm-hmm. almost Super Saiyan three eyebrow area over it.
1: Yeah. That boy was buff. I mean Gosh, he was, you know, giga-chad. And honestly, the way he got his form made sense overall. I like that it Mm kind of pulled, you know, the way it was done, the way it was showcased. I like the power increase. It all just felt right. Yeah. If we... (laughs) How did you feel about Pan in this movie, Wes?
0: Um... That was one thing that I really wanted to bring up was Pan's kind of, her involvement in this. Because I said Piccolo, like, carried the movie, right? Mm -hmm. For me. But also, um, his interactions with Pan, I absolutely loved. Like, them poking fun at, like, him thinking Pan is calling him Grandpa. Right um when you see him choking out again we'll talk about Gohan later, but when you see him choking out Pan, but really he's just holding her skirt and is like having her stand on his hand and the whole like him picking her up from preschool, him training her, him like essentially just being the babysitter to Pan like again to another kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really like their interactions. Like it was a cute slice of lifey type of thing. He he's pretty much like there's that whole part. Where he's like, you have to. I'm gonna handcuff you, but I know you can break out of these handcuffs. But you have to pretend to not break out of these handcuffs, and you have to pretend to be scared and all this. And she just goes along with it because she like she seems like it's fun. I I enjoyed mm-hmm. Pan in the
1: movie. Yeah, I was like this seeing Pan in, I guess like the super way in this new character of Pan was extremely enjoyable, and I like that they highlighted. Pan and Piccolo's relationship, because Piccolo's basically her grandpa. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, that, joke mean, the that joke got a huge oh, laugh yeah. in
0: theaters. That joke got a huge laugh in theater when I saw it.
1: <clears throat> when she was like, "Oh, like, is it true that Daddy's as strong as Grandpa?" And he's like, "Wait, what? Oh, oh, you mean Goku?"
0: Yeah, that that was a that was a good line, um, and I, I mean, like, it felt. 'Cause we saw Piccolo and Gohan in Z, right? And mm-hmm. Piccolo was very, like, hard on Gohan because the Saiyans were coming. But this just felt like that grandpa energy, like I'm gonna hang out with this little kid. Like essentially my grandchild. I'm just gonna hang out with this little kid, teach her how to do things, like have fun with her. Pick her up from school, take her to school, like it was a it was a refreshing dynamic. That they had.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was uh, capitalizing on that good, like, spy family energy. It, it felt very like... Very much. Very it, it much. It felt very wholesome for Dragon Ball. Um,
0: and again, man, Piccolo's interactions, like, with that whole thing, that was just... Yo, Pan also, she knocked that guy out when Piccolo went to go pick her up from school.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, he was like, you never definitely... speak
0: about this again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely definitely strong and definitely like uh, good way good way to write it all so i like yeah. the, i like this new pan this is cool
0: and it's also like i think it's cool because pan was very prominent in gt right now mm-hmm, yeah w- whatever you think about her character in gt uh, but she was an older w- character in gt so i think it would be cool like cuz these movies are kind of their own canon continuum like we could see another time skip and have like older pan now right Mm -hmm. like there's 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 potential there like they set up broly and broly was in this movie for a little bit uh kind of felt like they're setting something up for the sequel they announced they're working on with broly Uh, they got pan they can work with goten and trunks um and then of course gohan but i think before we talk about the that one Uh, We might just want to, you know, go through our thoughts on the general plot
1: of the movie, right? Yeah, really, really, really high level, right?
0: Yeah, very, very, very high level, not really in depth. Because, like, if we look at the plot of Broly, uh, really you can highlight it into three acts. There is the kind of prequel act with Bardock sending Goku off-planet. And then there is Frieza discovering and then bringing Broly to Earth. And then there is the Gogeta versus Broly thing. And it was very combat-focused of a
1: movie, right? Very. Very pretty. Very pretty. Oh,
0: oh, oh, dude.
1: The Visually stunning.
0: Visually still, I think, the best that Dragon Ball has looked ever. Like, the franchise as a whole is the Broly movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Outside, outside of the weird CG... The weird CG Gogeta versus Broly moment that happens, Mm. uh, which we'll touch on CG here in a little bit. But real quick, so here's one
1: thing. Oh, go ahead. Now that you got me, got me uh, thinking about it. Quick tangent. I think they marketed Broly so much more than they marketed superheroes, and I think that. I mean, in a nutshell, that's why Broly. I haven't even looked at the numbers, but I'm sure Broly's numbers are way better than Superhero. Hey,
0: Superhero was still the number one movie in America that weekend. I think it made 21 million,
1: maybe. <laughs> which that's is good bad. for an anime movie. Yeah. Which is that's good for an anime good.
0: movie. But no, yeah, the marketing, I feel like, because I went to Otakon. You all listened to the Otakon podcast. Thank you for listening. And there was no Superhero advertisement. The mm. stuff playing on the screen was actually like. Buy the Burn the Witch volume. Here's Bleach is coming back. Here's, like, the next Boruto thing. Dragon Ball Super volume. Like, it was just a bunch of random advertisements for stuff. But when we were... Demetrius, what was it like when we were at Otakon right before Broly came out?
1: Bro, they played the trailer on repeat. Big screens. Everywhere you looked, it was the Mm -hmm. Broly trailer. You could basically... By the second day, I had the trailer memorized. Like, I could I could tell you almost exactly everything that was going to happen. And, I mean, the hype was there. It was visibly there. If anyone mentioned the movie, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to go see it. Without a doubt. Yep. Superheroes, was it, was, the... it was way more, I think it was a lot more reserved and quiet, almost.
0: And that was when they had the Dragon Tour running alongside it. Which, where they had the big martial arts stadium. Uh, Mm -hmm. they had the huge shenron literally the official booth for dragon ball had a sticker board where you could put a sticker next to who do you think is going to win goku vegeta broly or other (laughs) and you you'd put a sticker there like they were they were hyping it up uh i do think it's important to note though that superhero might have suffered a little bit because toei did get hacked like their servers oh. and all that stuff got hacked, which is why Superhero was supposed to be a worldwide simultaneous release in April. Mm. And because they got hacked, they pushed the movie back and ended up not being a simultaneous release. So I feel like that hurt it. But that aside, regardless, I feel like they still weren't advertising it that much.
1: Right. They were probably still reeling from whatever. Whatever else got out in the hack, yeah. Hmm.
0: But interesting. So I didn't there, know that. so there was that. But um, so on to so I'll I'll pretty much say some plot lines and let's let's hear your reactions to this. So, superhero opens up, and this is where I'm very interested in hearing your reaction to it. Gorgeous 2D animated primer on the Red Ribbon Army.
1: Oh yeah, with Goku in Dragon Ball era.
0: Yup even running going through the through, cell
1: saga. Yeah, going through all of the events of Goku versus the Red Ribbon Army. Um the cell arc, the androids, basically all of Red Ribbon. So it mm-hmm. was that was awesome. I mean, that was really cool and it was kind of it wasn't bad, but of course it's noticeable when it switches to the new 3D art style. Yep.
0: Yep. Um So, and we'll talk about that once we get through the plot, because it might not be what you all think. But so we open with a primer on Goku versus Red Ribbon Army going all the way up through the end of the Cell Saga. Then we get introduced to essentially the villains of this movie being Magenta and Carmine, who are recruiting Dr. Jorow's grandson, Dr. Hedo, to revive the Red Ribbon Army by convincing him that... Capsule Corporation is actually involved with aliens that want to take over the world.
1: Big, big tinfoil hat stuff.
0: Yeah, and boy, really, Doctor Heedo just he wants him. money. Like he he, he says that he just wants money for his research. But they present this whole tinfoil hat thing. Uh, big thing that comes from this is Doctor Zero was married to Android Twenty One.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, okay. Well, hold on. Pause. Well, pause. He didn't Maybe say not married. We're not married, but he had a child with Android yes. twenty one.
0: Are you kidding me, dude?
1: Yeah, Android like,
0: 21's one of the best Dragon ooh, Ball girls.
1: Ooh, I and I her like, name how is this work. Hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna ask how Android sixteen was conceived, but he was oh, a yeah, combination cause... of Doctor Gero and Android twenty one, which is
0: yeah, insane. Her her. Non Android name is Vomi, which I found funny because Gero is Gero, which is like vomiting sound effect, and then Vomi, mm-hmm. and then they make Android sixteen, who I forget what his name was, but it's some sort of like vomiting sound effect, and then we get to Hedo, which is a sickness like vomiting type of sound effect too. But hey, dude, maybe maybe Prime Adult Doctor Giro was was not a weird crusty old man.
1: Maybe he was maybe he was sick. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean maybe i don't know it, it's kind of weird but, to think about
0: but so red ribbon army essentially recruits um red ribbon yeah. army recruits his so, does that descendant
1: mean android 16 huh? father to kid is that what it means before I he guess. was android he turned turn into an android
0: I, I guess yeah
1: see now now wait that
0: would oh, make that would make android 16 that would make android 16 dr heddo's dad
1: Right, I have to Dr. look at Hedo... the tree again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because they really um, in the movie they flash that stuff on the screen so fast that you yo, but, you basically get stuck at at seeing Doctor Gero and Android two 101 and kind of be like, wait, what? Well, huh? Wait, 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 wait. It was a very wait, shock wait, wait. factor, like oh, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was like that meme on the Punisher. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You're yep. like, hold on a second, yep. I'm reeling here.
0: Uh, but so we see so that so they recruit him. And then it cuts to Piccolo training Pan. Pan leaves after training. And um, Piccolo goes to like his... I, I'm, this, is, this is kind of a deeper dive what I'm going to do right now. But it's just because I really, really liked it. So Pan leaves to go to preschool after they train. That's when the whole like grandpa joke happens. Piccolo, we get to see the inside of his house. And there was something about seeing Piccolo sit in like the Namekian style chair. That was very satisfying to me
1: it it was just it was home it was right
0: it it felt so powerful to see him in like the almost demon king piccolo style chair
1: yeah i mean that was the time when we saw you know demon king piccolo calling the shots is when he was sitting in that chair
0: yep, yep. uh and so, so i think was, that uh, kind of like oof, powerful. little detail but for me like you said powerful like it set the tone for piccolo in this movie um, and again this is kind of a smaller thing but it's important for later higher level story things Piccolo gets a phone call because he has a smartphone now the way this man holds his phone first of all from the top
1: yeah so like if if, if you've seen L from Death Note Piccolo kind of holds his phone like that from the top with his index and thumb in a way that makes it really funny it makes uh, Piccolo look like a boomer pretty cool though
0: yeah which he kind of is i mean he is technically again it was that's just one of those little things that i was like damn like it gave piccolo character like there were a lot of little interactions that i feel like gave characters character or at least
1: yeah at least they like hit a lot of details right when he's calling bulma or videl and all them and yeah she's like oh you know what food do you want like he's like i don't eat food (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that that was funny. I completely forgot. He's like, Namekians live off of water. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, I'll get you a stuffed animal.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and he has a damn pile of plushies. He's like, I don't even like these. He's
1: like, I don't... Okay, whatever, sure.
0: And his phone? His phone was in the same case as the plushies? Mm-hmm. That, that, that just, like, I could see Videl not really... Videl and nerdy Gohan not really understanding this about Piccolo and like setting all this up for him. Or like young Pan giving it to Piccolo and he can't turn it down because he doesn't want to disappoint this child. Mm -hmm. That's the vibe I was getting. Uh, But so Bulma calls him and is like, hey, we need you to pick Pan up from preschool. He's like, okay, whatever. I got you. Or Videl, yeah, yeah, Videl. And then he goes to train. And that's where we get our first fight, if that's what you want to call it, because it's really short of the movie and as he's training he encounters gamma 2 who is one of doctor heddo's androids who kind of
1: kind of beats him up yeah, a little kinda, bit kind of beats him up kind of beats him up i mean this is as a general criticism um of the movie the 3d it's going to take them a while i think mm-hmm. for them to actually make hits look it's going to take them a while to have hits carry weight in the 3D art style. Because in 2D, when someone gets punched in the face like Goku's punching Vegeta in the face or whatever, you can show the ripples in the skin, you can show the impact frames, the lines, you can do all this stuff. With 3D it's much more exploratory. It's almost new technology for anime. um, Or at least newer.
0: I'll add... To this, that later in the movie, I feel like there were scenes that had that impact, but what made this part not really feel like that for me was, and it's explained later on that he has like a little, or it's shown later on that Gamma 2 has a hologram projector, so he's putting all this stuff out, but everything he does in this first fight has a sound effect behind it. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, again, is a throwback to the manga paneling in OG Dragon Ball when Goku would do something and he'd be like, boom, or ba-bam, or something. But it it felt, and it only happened during this fight, right? (laughs) So it felt very weird and took away from some of the action that Mm -hmm, was happening. Yeah. When you get a freeze frame of Gamma 2 like punching Piccolo and huge cartoony booms are in the air. And I mean Piccolo again they explain it. Piccolo's like why can I see the sound effects. And then later on you see Gamma 2 practicing poses. And like the sound effects are being projected behind him from him. But that that kind of took. Which I thought was a cool touch. That they actually like answered that. But that kind of took away from this fight for me. In that it felt like they were trying to force me to feel like there was an impact that wasn't there.
1: Yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, in general it was it was it was just kind of meh. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it. Yeah, so this first
0: fight, Gamma 2 pretty much he kind of watches Piccolo, but Piccolo escapes. Gamma 2 doesn't know it cuz he's kind of like they are two Gamma androids. He is the kind of
1: mavericky um
0: very like bro type of android you know what i mean yeah
1: very like hot-headed like uh go tanks yeah he's very like, Go oh i'm the stuff i'm the stuff no one can beat me i'm the good guy
0: and that made it kind of funny like in the scene i'm about to say because he thinks he kills piccolo he goes back to the red ribbon headquarters to report that he did piccolo knocks a red ribbon army guard out puts his clothes on and sneaks in behind gamma too but as Gamma 2 is walking in, like all the guards are like, yo, Gamma 2, what's up? And he's like, hey man, like, you know how it is. And they're like throwing finger guns at each other and dabbing each other up and stuff. So I liked that, but that's his character. Piccolo sneaks in, essentially finds out that the Red Ribbon army's trying to eliminate all the Z fighters, right? Yeah. Because they're all aliens. And they think they get Piccolo, so their next target is Gohan. And the way they're gonna get to Gohan, because They know Gohan killed Cell. They're like, we don't know how strong he is, so we should target his daughter instead. So they go to target his daughter, and Piccolo, having to pick her up from preschool anyways, disguised as a guard, volunteers to go. Um, They essentially... Also, earlier in the movie, we see Piccolo visits Gohan. This is very inconsequential. He visits Gohan. Gohan is, like, studying insects, has some stupid joke about super say ants. Like ants that turn gold. Yeah, that was dumb. Or something. He's dumb. he's a bug nerd. So he's Weevil Underwood now.
1: Let's talk about Gohan. I'm going to derail this whole conversation. <laughs> Gohan is deadbeat dad 2.0. True. This True. man's True. not even picking up his daughter from school. <laughs> Are you serious? Over ants. Piccolo even said that. Over ants. Piccolo he can like, fly. Piccolo, he can fly. And he won't pick his daughter up.
0: This man's like you don't even have time for your daughter he's like why do i have to do it and gohan's like yo we'll get you another plush you like like i'm just super busy with my research he is straight up deadbeat dad 2.0 bro in a completely yeah, like, are, different you way
1: you are you are definitely goku 2.0 bro like goku, At least goku was dead
0: yeah goku was either dead or was off training somewhere he was like musclehead, deadbeat dad gohan is like nerd deadbeat dad <laughs> Yeah, don't
1: talk to me, bro. I'm playing. I'm playing Fortnite. <laughs> Dude, he has the glasses. He's like, dang, bro. Oh my glasses. gosh. Although I did I, like every time. I like the every way time they, had they him show booked, Gohan though. in this light. Say what?
0: I will say, I did like like regardless of the way he acted. I liked his nerdy Gohan character design. It was at least a different look than basic spiky hair Gohan we've gotten ever since Cell Saga, right? Like yeah. His, like his, hair his, was his almost, new design was good. His hair was almost like um, Teen Gohanie, like Super Saiyan yeah. One Gohanie. So I, I at least appreciate that. But yeah, so Piccolo has It was a good go. mix. So good he has mix, to go. Like, uh, oh no, go ahead. Uh,
1: how do you put it? It's like a good mix of when Gohan had like his longer hair and mm-hmm. his new hair, basically.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was it was a good look, good redesign from Toriyama.
1: Uh, but so Piccolo goes,
0: he volunteers to get Pan, goes with some goon who I mentioned before, Pan knocks out, and he pretty much tells Pan, because Piccolo's whole goal, like he's worried about Red Ribbon Army, but not really, his whole goal is that he's disappointed, pretty much the whole driving plot of this movie, is he's disappointed in Gohan for not training anymore, and Gohan himself is even like, I don't need to, because Vegeta and Goku are here. (laughs) Like, if anything bad happens, Vegeta, I want to be a nerd. Yeah, he's like, anything bad happens, Vegeta and Goku can come. And earlier, Piccolo does attempt to get to, like, try to contact Vegeta and Goku through Bulma. He can't. They're off... We don't even need to talk about that plot, really. They're off training on Whis' planet with Broly. Mm-hmm. Love Broly in this movie, yep. by the way. And thought it was hilarious that Beerus has the hots for Chile.
1: Yeah, he said uh, <laughs> he said he does have a type, yeah. and uh, she kind of fits the mold.
0: Yep. Uh, but so Piccolo, like you said, with him being proactive about things, he actually tries to contact Goku and Vegeta. He's like, we need to just get these guys in here so they can squash what's going on right now. Because Gamma 1 and 2, I don't know if I can take them on my own. Can't do it. So the whole driving plot of this is he's like, this is actually the perfect opportunity to show Gohan why he needs to train And to hopefully get him back into some sort of shape. So he picks Pan Mm -hmm. up. Is like, hey Pan. I'm going to pretend. You have to pretend like you don't know me. I'm going to pretend to kidnap you. And then I'm going to tell your dad that you're kidnapped. And he'll come rescue you. He'll realize he has to train. We'll win. Game over. Pan is like, okay. So she gets kidnapped. um, Which is also where the hilarious Piccolo driving scene happens.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and I can't remember was it before or it was uh, it was it was before he picks her up he makes a stop because he when he realizes he can't get Goku and Vegeta before he picks Pan up he makes a stop at Bulma who has all the Dragon Balls because she now funds a group like she thinks it's better for her to have all the Dragon Balls than some random Joe Schmo so Capsule Corp part Mm -hmm. of their like low key thing is they keep all the Dragon Balls safe so he goes and uses a wish to unlock his hidden potential like what Gohan had happen. And then that's where Bulma, what was it? She said she wants her oh, butt to be uh him. she's as tight as a college, college girl. Firmness. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: like, "Bro, this she's using Shenron for cosmetic surgery." And even Piccolo. I think he says that exact line. Yeah. And it's like, "How are you what are you what are you doing?" Stop. And, "Oh my gosh." Toy, Toy was not at all concerned with putting Bulma's butt on the screen. Oh, it was because holy zooping. crap! It was, it was like enhance, enhance, mm-hmm. boom. Not, nah, not enough enhance. So it takes up eighty percent of the picture at one point. She's looking randomly. for the
0: communicator. She's, she's bent over looking for the communicator
1: to call Wee. Oh, she was bent over. All right, you can't miss it.
0: <laughs> but Dog Piccolo, remember he's like, um, again, just in general, I think this the humor in this movie hit. Especially oh, with yeah. a character funny. as serious as Piccolo delivering some of the lines. Like Bulma asks for her butt to get more firm and Piccolo's like, You're really doing that instead of just doing squats for a few months?
1: Yeah, it's like you could do squats. Come on.
0: <laughs> he's like, Are you kidding me? Uh, but so he gets his hidden potential unlocked and Shenron is like I added a couple little extra in there for you. Whatever. So
1: he kidnaps Yeah he's like no he said he said he's like, Oh, you have uh you only had a little extra.
0: Yeah. So he, um, so that happens. He gets Pan. He takes Pan to the androids. Then I actually really like this next scene. They go and they tell Gohan. Gohan, so out of shape, by the way, that he can't tell it's Piccolo. Pan could immediately mm-hmm. sense that it's Piccolo when he went to pick her up in disguise. Gohan, no idea it's Piccolo. Um, but they show him that Pan has been kidnapped. And I actually like he goes Super Saiyan and like collapses his house. Yeah. <laughs> He like some he went dude, off. dude pulls a gun on him, and is like, "You're coming with me." And Gohan flicks the gun away, punches the dude, and then goes Super Saiyan and like makes this huge crater. He's like, "Where's Pan?" That type of thing. I like that, especially because mm-hmm. skipping ahead, tell,
1: even though he's even though he's deadbeat dad, he still loves his kid.
0: Yeah, so I, I like that. And skipping ahead, end of the movie during the credit roll, it's like freeze frames of stuff that happened. And there's one where Videl comes home and finds this huge crater and like half their house collapsed.
1: (laughs) She's like, what the heck happened? Yeah,
0: I I like that. So they go and Piccolo takes him to the Red Ribbon Army base. And this is where the first of... I'm going to combine the Piccolo versus Gamma 2 and the Gohan versus Gamma 1 fight into one fight, essentially. This is where the first big fight happens. Gohan gets to the Red Ribbon Army base. Uh, I like that it was raining. That gave me a cool throwback to future Gohan versus the androids.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the first time. uh, Now that you mention it, it did feel familiar.
0: And Gohan is in the Piccolo outfit. Because Piccolo put him in the Namekian training outfit earlier in the movie. Uh, But he gets there. He goes Super Saiyan. Well, he doesn't immediately go Super Saiyan, right? Uh, Right. he, He starts fighting gamma one and gamma one gets
1: the gets the jump on him bro let's just call this what it is gamma one beats the crap out of Gohan. <laughs> yeah. He kind of start he's he's he, 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 he kind of starts holding his own when he like actually starts transforming and getting serious but he was struggling it was like watching gohan versus Deborah again and you're you yep. pov vegeta like wow this man is actually struggling this is sad
0: yeah gamma one was pretty much just washing gohan and then gohan goes super saiyan one slash two i'm just gonna assume two because that's like the default gohan super saiyan uh goes super saiyan 2 and then starts holding it a little more but is still getting his ass beat and mm-hmm. they kind of they kind of pull the whole broly movie thing where piccolo is like or not Piccolo. i think either dr Hedo and magenta because they're watching so the creator of the gammas and the head of the red ribbon army they're watching this fight, and they kind of pull the Broly, oh, he's learning as he fights, type of deal. Like, the androids are learning as they yep. fight. Um, so Piccolo realizes Gohan can't win, because Pan is like, oh, can Dad win? He's like, not like this. So this is where another scene I like that I mentioned earlier, Piccolo pretends to be, like, choking out Pan by holding her up. But really, he's just letting her, like, he has a <laughs> hidden just, yeah. hand... <laughs> He's letting her yeah, on stand her feet, on the yeah. hand on her feet, but he's making it look like he is, and that's enough to kind of snap gohan into ultimate gohan form and this fight a k a mystic whatever yeah, uh but that fight kind of like that had some impact scenes for me. I think you could tell and we'll talk about it with the animation later like you could tell for these last couple fights they kind of upped the quality of the c g animation and the camera work. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there were mm-hmm, there were some mm-hmm. things that Gohan was doing, like suplexing the Gammas or like dodging a few things, where I was like, okay, this is dope. But so that happens.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. About to drop a hot take. Continue.
0: Oh, uh, but that happens, and the Gammas, because Doctor Hedo is kind of like a good-ish guy. They the androids are programmed with like some morality. So they question the Red Ribbon Army slash Piccolo threatening or even kidnapping a kid to get Gohan. Um, So they don't even know if they're fighting the right people. But Piccolo goes in and starts fighting Gamma 2. They kind of have a rematch. And Piccolo goes Ultimate Piccolo, where he essentially just turns a different shade of green. Uh, But Mm -hmm. then Demetrius, what ends up up happening... (laughs) In this in this fight.
1: <laughs> Piccolo goes light green. Um, I mean basically, you know, they're fighting, they do their typical stuff. Uh Piccolo makes the joke kind of like, Oh, you know, we can do this all day or something, and Gamma two makes the joke that he has like eighty two percent energy left. So Piccolo starts to lose his fight, but he falls down like a cavern and transforms into his new form. Piccolo Orange, where he Literally, I'd say he grows two feet taller and about a foot wider. And my boy is big. He looks, he's yoked. Yeah, I was like, this man is (laughs) like yoked. His jawline is more defined. His freaking antennas are are curled up. Yeah. And he looks dangerous. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's not Piccolo anymore. That's a different person. It almost reminded uh, me
0: of like a... Even though it's different, like, I got almost Lord Slug vibes from it with, like, yeah, threatening yeah. Namekian feel.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, this is this is what God Piccolo would look like. If if they were introducing the God powers to other uh species and races, humans, Namekians, this is what Piccolo would look like with that type of power, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh I mean, he basically one-shots Gamma too. Yo, Gamma, he
0: starts punching him. And is just standing there. Then he one-shots Gamma, too. And then all the Red mm-hmm. Ribbon army people start shooting at him. <laughs> and he's just standing there. It's <laughs> all the bullets yeah, are, like, like, bouncing dang. off of him. And then Pan knocks oh. all of them out. But I want to say, when I... Because I heard all... Like, I had this whole movie spoiled for me, right? Because I'm into the Dragon Ball community and, like, the Dokon community and all that. When I heard Orange Piccolo was a thing, and when I saw, like, the shaky cam screenshots i was like oh this is stupid
1: yeah i thought it was dumb as heck especially when i heard about it Mm -hmm. but seeing it like one of that's probably
0: one of my favorite scenes in the movie because he they do the slow like he slowly rises out of this like chasm he's fallen into and like you said looking Mm -hmm. threatening and there was a cool soundtrack playing behind it too like that reveal for me and then later on Gohan being like, "Oh, you need to name that for him. And Piccolo being like, "I don't care. I turned orange. I'll call it Orange Piccolo."
1: Mhm. Yeah. That is a Piccolo move.
0: It it kind of yeah, it was a very Piccolo move. Like it was cool to see him get the power up and then it was made sense with his character to see why he called himself what he called himself. So, first mm-hmm. surprise of the movie for me was actually liking Orange Piccolo as much as I liked Orange Piccolo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz like like you said, when I first heard about it, I was like, bro, uh, what are what are they doing? They're just giving people new colors. People are just changing colors to new forms. This is you know, everybody is just going to be on the rainbow with a new form and a new color and they're going to be that much stronger. Who cares? And then I saw it and I was like, I'm woke. I see it. You know I'm what I just for now.
0: You know what I just thought about um or Piccolo got this power from Shenron, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: what color are the dragon balls
1: <laughs> orange, They're orange and
0: and who makes the dragon balls namekians kami? make the dragon balls oh yeah
1: namekians so
0: this is almost like in a way like a shenron like power form like in my mind right now thinking about it it makes sense why it's orange because like kami made the earth dragon balls right yeah, and Piccolo is technically Kami. And Piccolo got this power-up from the orange Dragon Balls that Kami had made. So, like, of course he's going to be orange. Like,
1: I don't know. That just That's interesting.
0: suddenly made a lot of sense to me in my mind. <laughs> as you were working it through it.
1: Uh, it does. A lot more but sense than on. another
0: power-up that we'll talk about in a bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm about to... Ooh, boy. Yeah, continue. Continue. Uh,
0: so, So, pretty much... Orange Piccolo, like, one-shots Gamma 2. Gohan and Gamma 1 are just messing around at that point. Like, Demetrius said, Gamma 1 is, like, I have 82% power. But they seem pretty on par with each other. Like, Piccolo goes up and is like, yo, the fight is done. Um, There was just everyone's misunderstanding each other. And Gamma mm-hmm. 1 and Gohan are, like, biting each other on the ground or something. Like, typical Dragon Ball Goofy combat type of thing.
1: Yeah, before they call it off.
0: Yeah, so they call it off and they're all standing there like, oh yeah, I guess we misunderstood each other. That's when some of the Gamma jokes happen. Uh, And that brings us to a plot point from earlier in the movie. So a big plan that the Red Ribbon Army had was Cell is kind of the culmination of Red Ribbon Army technology. And part of the reason Magenta brought Hedo back was to recreate his gran- Hedo's grandfather's best creation, which is Cell. So Hedo makes the Gammas, which are, in his eyes, the ideal android. But under request of the Red Ribbon Army, who's funding his research, he also makes what they call Cell Max. Uh, so Bleah. after, so after the Gammas I'm are sorry. all fighting, <laughs> after after no, I, I share that sentiment, except for one important thing that I'll touch on. Uh, so after, mm-hmm. after they're all like kind of talking to each other and all that, um, Magenta, again, the guy trying to revive the Red Ribbon Army, drives away. He like goes away someplace and Dr. Hedo notices and follows him. Uh, meanwhile, Bulma arrives on the scene with Krillin, Android 18, um, and now a taller, and slightly and older yep. Goten and Trunks, which actually was kind of cool to see. I was like, finally, they've aged a little bit.
1: <laughs> Just a little. Um,
0: but so they all show up. They're all kind of goofing around. That's when the whole you should name your form thing happens. And Hedo has a confrontation with Magenta, which leads to Cell Max Awakening. And Cell mm-hmm. Max is a gigantic, herudagarn sized
1: Semi-perfect cell.
0: Red imperfect cell. Red and green imperfect cell.
1: Yep. With like a the, wrecking the second ball for form a tail. Cell. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um The thing I like about
1: it is they went with second form cell, I guess. <laughs> it, I think so. The more I think about Cell Max's design, the more I agree. I like that they chose second form cell because the whole time in the whole movie they were hinting that Cell isn't complete yet. Yeah. As if he needed more time in like the chamber or incubating, whatever to be perfect again.
0: And that's why they said they hadn't activated him. And Dr. Hedo was like, I do not want to activate him. Like he is not done. I don't think you control him yet.
1: Mm hmm. And, uh, you know, in in that way, he was smarter than his grandfather by not releasing a creation that he could control. Mm -hmm. Um, but cell max as a whole kind of felt like a much better bio broly and I was basically
0: I was about to mention that because the cast of people that are there for this movie Gohan and Mm -hmm. Piccolo and Gamma's aside you have Android 18 Krillin Trunks and Goten the main cast of the bio broly movie
1: exactly the same and I was like wait a second this feels familiar Yup. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> why does this feel this way? Oh, that's why. And uh, you know,
0: better than Bio Broly, <gasps> though I'll say.
1: Yeah, much better than Bio Broly. You can't get much worse than Bio Broly. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, at this point, when Cell Max is revived, that's basically the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's just the fight and struggle against Cell Max, and they. They reveal that he has a weak point on the top of his uh, chrome dome, you know, the black spot on his head. And this is the moment that I thought doesn't get enough shine because Gamma 2 does a. Oh, my God. Basically full power, you know, infusing his life force into an attack all out strike on that section by, you know, flying all the way out to space and flying like straight down. Mm hmm. And that is where the 3D really shined.
0: That moment, because literally, that was impact. My jaw was on the floor from that moment. Like they show, if you watch Mm -hmm. the trailer, they have a quick cut of it with Gamma like yelling, flying downwards. But, like it, it is hard to describe. He's pretty much like, all right, everyone, I'm gonna do this. When you see me coming, you run. (laughs) But you need to distract yeah. him long enough. He goes into the air, he has this blue aura around him, flies down, makes impact. Cell Max tries to block it. He puts his arm up, right? Makes impact with that with some crazy blue aura. And then the aura, like, turns into this huge red, like, meteor death ball type of thing. And like you said, the yeah. impact of Cell Max getting, like, pushed into the ground, the ground shattering around him... There was another moment that I really liked in this movie that got close to this, but this was the f- like Dragon Ball Super Broly final Kamehameha like crazy animation moment for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean it was it was it was a pretty scene. It was very well choreographed, designed and it was just hype. It, mm-hmm. it was just really cool to give a character that we've maybe known for maybe an hour um uh, the moment to shine that brightly yeah it was but alas it doesn't work
0: <laughs> yeah it it cuts cell max's arm off um but cell max is still alive gamma gamma 2 at this point is in like a heap on the ground another cool piccolo moment cell max goes to stomp gamma 2 and piccolo is like don't you dare like and g- gets in the way and hold Cell Max's, he's like Orange Piccolo, hold Cell Max's leg up, right? Mm-hmm. To protect the person that he's been fighting the whole movie. I thought that was really cool. Krillin like rolls up and tries to help him to hold the leg up. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know <laughs> what gives you're him that doing. Idea, though. Yeah, I was like, at least you're doing something. And then he's like, why don't you do the thing that you've done? Because, which I thought was another cool callback. Because the whole movie Gamma 2 calls Piccolo Demon King Piccolo. The whole time. He's sitting on the chair, which looks like Demon King Piccolo, all this. But they just call him Demon King Piccolo the whole movie. And Krillin is like, why don't you do that thing you did in the world tournament against Goku? And it flashes again in that cool 2D art style back to the Dragon Ball scene where Piccolo turns giant. And Piccolo is like, oh yeah, why don't I do that? He turns giant orange Piccolo... And now we have some crazy giant Cell Max versus giant orange Piccolo kaiju battle with mm-hmm. with kind of fat Go Tanks like flying around shooting beams at Cell Max, Gohan flying around shooting beams at Cell Max, Krillin doing it, Android 18 doing it. Uh, it was cool. It was cool. This again, Piccolo it was, like it was, it was fine. And it's it cool. it's funny because Piccolo was like, I completely forgot I can do that. And there's the meme of Toriyama forgetting about characters or characters' abilities, because people are always like, forget. people are always like, why doesn't he <laughs> turn big? <laughs> well, he does, mm-hmm. um, and that he ultimately does. He does. that ultimately leads us to the climax of the movie. Giant Orange Piccolo is essentially like, this is just a feint. I don't get any stronger. I just get bigger, and Cell Max is still that much stronger than me. So what we're gonna do. Is Gohan, you're going to charge whatever your strongest gonna attack Super is.
1: Saiyan, you're going to Super Saiyan 3 this yeah. while I act as Vegeta versus Kid Buu. That's literally what happened.
0: Yeah. Also, Or just like taking it even further back, he's like, I'm going to Goku versus Raditz this while you me.
1: Mm, yep. He's yep, like, basically.
0: He's like, you pick those two moments. He's like, you pick your strongest attack that you have, charge it up as much as you can, and we're all going to stall. And while they all stall, Gohan is, like, debating when to launch the attack because Krillin's getting knocked out, Gamma-1's getting knocked out, Android 18, Go Tanks. Eventually, it's Piccolo versus Cell Max 1v1. Gohan's, like, trying to shoot it, but Piccolo's like, it's not enough, it's not enough, it's not enough. Piccolo gets his like arm ripped off by Cell Max at one point.
1: Yeah. That was Uh, was rough.
0: Gohan doesn't really know what's going on. He's still kind of questioning what's happening. Cell Max throws Piccolo, orange, giant orange Piccolo in the air. Like Kid Boo Human Extinction attacks him. Yep. And then uh like Saiyan Saga. Uh or not Saiyan, like Goku with Nappa. Yeah, yeah. Goku. He Go- catches him. Yep, does the whole Goku-Nappa-boom catch on Piccolo. And Gohan thinks Piccolo is dead at this point. And that's when a very familiar, if you watch Dragon Ball Z, a very familiar red line cuts across the middle of the screen and then fans out to be a full red screen behind Gohan. And then fills up, the whole screen turns red, it like zooms in on Piccolo, or in Gohan's eyes, his eye turns red. And then it kind of does a slow pan up. And now he is a form that we now know is called Beast Gohan. Which just looks like adult Gohan. Super
1: Saiyan 2. With the Super, Super Saiyan, Saiyan 2 hair. 2. Super spiky hair. Much bigger. And mm-hmm. red eyes.
0: And and like white silver hair with like a blue white aura. Um, mm-hmm. And real quick, I'm going to speed run what happens. Because I know we have thoughts on Beast Gohan. Selmax sees this goes up to Gohan punches Gohan in the chest Gohan doesn't move he's pretty much like is that all you got kicks Selmax. he Cell turns Max.
1: into cocky Super Saiyan 2 again
0: Yep. which for all the criticisms I have I like cocky Gohan <laughs> I, I just but, yeah I do I hate that I do but I, so he I pu- do but he I do. punches him in the chest it, it was one of those like I hate that I like this moments uh, but he punches him in the yeah. chest Gohan doesn't move Gohan like one shot kicks him selmax gets up from the kick starts charging a gigantic death ball but because of the attack that gamma one hit or gamma two hit on him he's pretty injured so the ball gets a little smaller piccolo wakes up regens his arm and wraps up selmax and is like gohan take the shot selmax flies into the air charging this death ball about ready to throw it and this is a moment where I think the CG really shined or like what they can do with CG again similar to the Gamma 2 attack you get a really fast like you see an explosion of ki and a really fast zoom in to Gohan right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the move he's charging is the Makanko Sapo aka the special beam cannon which is Piccolo's move and he fires this six special beam cannon Selmax throws the ball Pierces the ball. Piccolo gets out of the way. Pierces Cell Max head. Cell Max falls to the ground. Starts to explode. Everybody escapes. Pretty much end of the movie. Bulma is like... Dr. Hedo, you were kind of tricked... Into joining the Red Ribbon Army. Why don't you come work with me? Come work Gamma. for me. Yeah. yeah. She's like, come work for me. Because earlier Dr. Hedo like made this comment cuz magenta tries to kill him when he's trying to activate Cell Max but earlier in the movie Dr. Hedo was like oh I did skin enhancements that make me super strong and Bulma's like could those skin enhancements help with wrinkles like come work for me and Gamma 1 is like I'll come be his security guard too so now they join the par- the party that's essentially the mm-hmm. end of the movie besides the post credit scene where it shows that Vegeta beat Goku while they were training but nobody
1: cares yeah that's that's it's essentially just an easter egg
0: that's essentially the end of the movie. Gohan special beam cannon Cell Max. While Piccolo's holding him down, very similar to a Piccolo special beam cannoning Raditz. And just further emphasizing that Piccolo is Gohan's father. Gohan picked yeah, the special he may be beam your father. cannon.
1: He may be your father, but he ain't your daddy. And he's like Tight moment.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's like, "Why'd you do the like?" He's like, "I didn't even teach you the special Bean cannon. Like, why'd you do that?" And Gohan kind of blushes. He's like, "Well, I've been been practicing it." And Piccolo's like, "Well, you look pretty good doing it there." And it's like, "Okay." Yep. And that's that's superhero. But before we have our thoughts on the full movie, I speed run the end of that. I speed ran, I guess, the end of that because Beast, probably the most controversial part of this movie, Beast, Gohan. And I will let you Yo, shut take it away. shut up
1: about this stupid form. I'm so irritated that all Gohan has to do is get mad and he gets a new form. That, don't get me wrong, when I was watching the movie, I was like, I'll save my thoughts. Let me see how this ends. I was like, I can't believe I just watched Gohan go Super Saiyan 2 again. And that's what he had to do to win. I, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm irritated with what they continue to do with Gohan's character because he could have earned this form in a different way and i would have not had as many problems as i do with it mm-hmm. because it, it it the design aside even though his hair gets like super spiky whatever it, it it's looks just... good in
0: some angles and good and very bad in other angles
1: <laughs> very bad i was like dang what the heck is wrong it's, with him it's
0: it's straight back it's straight back yeah, it's in like, a weird he's...
1: angle yeah, I was like, "What is going on?" But with he does have hair?
0: that cool, like one big bang, like the Super Saiyan two, one. I don't know. The hair was wacky, yeah. though. The hair was wacky, though.
1: Bro, and the fact—the simple fact—that all he had to do was like, "Oh no, Piccolo dead!" Boom. I was like, "Gosh, I." We've well, seen this before. I well, think made it,
0: w- made it. I think that's what frustrates me. Saga. It worked in the Cell Saga because that was the whole point of Gohan's character, right? It was right. learning to embrace the anger that he was afraid of, and then seeing Android 16 get killed in front of him in a way that felt earned mm-hmm. over however many episodes. But here you have an... And also, you, I talked about this with you, the soundtrack when he first goes Super Saiyan 2
1: adds to the scene. In the Bruce in the Bruce Falconer version. Yeah. Even, even in the Dragon Ball yeah, version, Yeah, in even the in original the one, music.
0: With the with the like audio track behind him and like the flying bird mm-hmm. and stuff. Like both versions have things that elevate that scene from pacing, music, the build up to it. But here it's an hour and a half long movie. You get Beast Gohan for maybe 2 minutes and it come again, it comes out of nowhere like you said. I'm a big Gohan fan uh ultimate gohan from the boo saga is probably my favorite form that he has and the super saiyan two transformation Blef. super saiyan two <laughs> transformation like rivals Super Saiyan Two, yeah i agree. that that rivals the og super saiyan transformation that goku did for me um but it's the same thing every time with gohan i feel like even in tournament of power gohan's character is i'm gonna i could be the strongest but i also want to study I don't think I need to be the strongest. Then something happens. He trains. He gets super strong. He beats the guy. And then he doesn't keep it up. And then something happens. He gets super strong. Then he doesn't keep it up. Then something happens. He gets super strong. Doesn't keep it up. Um, yeah. They are doing a sequel to Superhero. So I don't know if they're going to like... Because the the, po- the other point of this was like Piccolo wanted to prove to him there was a reason for him to keep training and not just rely on Goku and Vegeta So I, I would hope that in the sequel, if Gohan is a big part of it, they keep like, they don't revert, but they've reverted him so many times to where, like you said, it just feels tired seeing him get this form. And that's amplified by the fact that this is only an hour and a half long movie. And this takes place in the last five minutes of the movie. Out of nowhere.
1: It's it's just tired. I mean, I I want Gohan's peak. And we've said this before when we were talking about Dragon Ball or, you know, the future saga. Gohan's peak, there was only two peaks for Gohan, in my opinion. There was when he was training in the Cell Arc and he he achieved Super Saiyan 2. Mm -hmm. And there was future Gohan in the alternate timeline that Trunks came from. Those were the two peaks of Gohan. Yeah. Ultimate you could argue that it was close you know that's another much lower peak for gohan but it was there but he's never really went over that and beast gohan straight up to say is really a facade that's no way to really build and develop a character or his strength and transformation and because it just super didn't saiyan like 2, it didn't land cuz super saiyan 2 was culminated by hundreds of episodes of getting to know gohan and how his anger works. And future Gohan was set up by how much Trunks admired him. And, he and was him the last taking guy. on that role of like, <laughs> yeah, last guy, big brother, one man army. So this Beast Gohan was like, eh, you didn't really have to do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Honestly. And I think
0: I think for me, another big part of the Beast Gohan, like, because, I mean, I like Dragon Ball as a whole. I'm not afraid to admit, like, no matter what Dragon Ball, as much as I like... Joke on GT too. I have a bunch of GT figures. I have a bunch of Super Saiyan 4. Like I wail on Super Saiyan 4 units in Dokkan. Like I'm not ashamed to admit that I lean into Dragon Ball is a merchandise machine right now. And that's what it is. Dragon oh, Ball yeah. Heroes, every like everything. Um But what especially made this not work for me in terms of specifically a Gohan transformation? and i think this is a point that we can actually agree on no transformation in any well very few transformations in any dragon ball media after gohan super saiyan 2 against cell have legitimately felt earned yeah and when you yeah, have when you have the character who had the most earned transformation outside of original super saiyan goku and you try to recreate that but in between his super saiyan 2 transformation and this beast gohan transformation in super in gt and in superheroes there have been or in in heroes not the superhero movie the dragon ball heroes there have been a plethora of transformations Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue, Ultra Instinct, Super Saiyan 4, Super Saiyan 4, Limit Breaker, Super Saiyan Blue, Kaioken, Full Power, Super Saiyan 4. Like, there's so many transformations since that original Super Saiyan 2 that this just felt like another one of those BS out of nowhere transformations. Yeah. And for people that that argue, and for people that argue like, oh, well, like... A lot of them are like realistically since that Super Saiyan 2 Gohan transformation. Goku and Vegeta get Super Saiyan 2 off screen. Goku straight up says he's tied with Vegeta at Super Saiyan 2 and then pulls Super Saiyan 3 out of nowhere. Super Saiyan God is a knockoff of full power Super Saiyan 4. Super Saiyan 4, Vegeta got by getting shot by a Bloods Wave cannon, and Goku got it by having his tail pulled out by some pliers. Super Saiyan Blue, they get off screen. Ultra Instinct, maybe you can argue that feels a little more earned than the other ones. Super Saiyan Blue Evolution, doesn't feel like anything. Broly's are separate because his is just regular Super Saiyan stuff. But Beast Gohan just felt like another one of those marketing things to me. that I'll admit, again, I'm in on because I like Dragon Ball as a merchandise machine but taking it as the climax of a movie, right? It almost would have yeah. fit. It almost would have fit better if Gohan just stayed Ultimate Gohan and the highlight was on him actually pulling out a special beam cannon, which would have tied yeah. in thematically with this being like a Piccolo thing instead yep. of the flashy new form. So, Man. And you only see it for like two yeah. minutes, if that.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's it's a problem. I mean the the thing about listing out all the transformations and how they felt. I like I like some of the new transformations. Um I am a fan of Piccolo Orange because Piccolo needed an yeah, upgrade. That's, he that's needed, a he needed he needed something because Piccolo Being one of the OG Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball greats and for him to just be reduced to Grandpa Piccolo is, I mean, it's fine to see that interaction. But Piccolo was a force all the way through really the Cell Saga, Mm -hmm. Um, especially because people forget one of the best fights in Dragon Ball Z. And I will go toe to toe with anyone who has to say anything otherwise, is Piccolo versus Android 17. Yes. Yes. You will not have another fight where they are throwing so much like so many hands and then nobody talks about it
0: and then can we talk about how piccolo versus 17 is an awesome fight and then cell shows up and now they have to Mm -hmm. low-key work together
1: yeah so cool it felt so like they re they took elements of the cell saga from future gohan um from uh piccolo and android 17 they translated that into piccolo and gamma two versus yep. cell max like there mm-hmm. it's almost getting formulaic to where i can see i can see elements of it i'm not mad at it but it's nothing new
0: it was a moment that worked and better i have to than call beast it out gohan. for that it was a moment though, yeah. that worked better which how funny is it that i feel like everybody leading up to this movie was hyped on beast gohan and clowned on orange piccolo but orange piccolo mm-hmm. feels like the better transformation and the more like earned transformation or the more natural one
1: yeah it does I mean it, at least his power made sense at least yeah. at least he wished for it you know what I'm saying like oh mm-hmm. he didn't just like pull it out of a hat
0: and also at least it, it has it an origin it didn't feel like again Beast Gohan another thing that I, I'm i not trying to dunk on it because again like Beast Gohan comes out in Dokkan I'm wailing for him but um it beast gohan felt like a deus ex machina where he shows up just to win the fight. Orange Piccolo shows up and it's not like an instant win condition.
1: That's what it is. He's okay, so this is what this is what bothers me and I'll and I'll point it down to like a sentence. Gohan is now being used purely as a plot device. Mhm. Because when he turns Super Saiyan 2, and they hinted at this in the movie and he kinda snapped out of it real quick because I was like, Bro, I really don't want to see that point again is when he got cocky. Yep. And he was like, Is this all you got? And Piccolo was like, What are you doing? And he's like, Oh yeah, right, my bad. And that's that's um, also
0: what happened with Ultimate Gohan too, where he got cocky and then got absorbed by Boo.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I just want go it's like the power the power drunk trope when yep. Gohan gets powerful he his his personality shifts he becomes this you know this person that's just like nah I'm the stuff you can't touch this and he gets screwed up somehow so at least he got the kill I don't know here. I just it's just he got the kill here it's a little tired I
0: mean you see that with the you see that with the fusions too right in every movie except or in every instance a fusion shows up except for Gogeta in the janemba movie which isn't canon and Gogeta in the broly movie which is you get the power drunk slash cocky vegeto which you can argue he was trying to get absorbed so he can free the people inside boo you get the power drunk slash cocky go tanks you get the power drunk slash yeah. cocky super saiyan 4 Gogeta against omega shenron that's something dragon ball likes to do a lot <laughs>
1: The more yeah, I think it, about it, you got a point. You got a point there, hmm. Huh. But I mean, overall, how I feel about the transformations, like, you know, Orange Piccolo, I'm here for it. Can't wait to see where this goes. Surprise Beast movie Gohan, for me. like an Orange Piccolo. Yeah, was as like, much as I did. Beast Gohan, you can go somewhere. I'm, I'm not really hyped to see you at all. Really, until
0: until I see a consistent character. For Gohan. Beast Gohan means nothing to me. Like, yeah. if, if the sequel comes out to this and Gohan is back to being a nerd, and then is like, oh, I can just go Beast Gohan to to do things, terrible. The only thing <laughs> yeah. that can potentially reckon I don't even want to say reconcile, but the only thing that will make me be like, I guess I'm okay with this, is if they come out with the sequel to Dragon Ball Super Superhero. And Gohan is like, I realized I have to actually train. And between superhero and whatever this next one, he has been training. Until you get an actual, until we get an actual, like, consistent Gohan storyline thing, this transformation is moot. Doesn't mean anything.
1: Yeah, I think. And, you know, to add on to that, Gohan training... Is something that he hasn't done since his dad died. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so it would be good character development, I think, for him to at least start to do it. I mean, it, I, I'm trying to remember like, exactly what I wanted to say about because that's Gohan essentially as like character.
0: If that doesn't happen, this movie almost doesn't mean anything because the whole point of Piccolo's plot, whether or not he thought Cell Max would be part of it. The whole point of his plot to get Gohan to rescue Pan was to make Gohan realize he has to train, right? Yeah. So if we so if we don't get a Gohan that finally realizes, like, I shouldn't be relying on Goku and Vegeta because my daughter could get kidnapped and it could just be me. Until we get that Gohan, like, anything he does lacks oomph to it. Like, it lacks me... Being like, okay, let's go with Gohan.
1: At this point, I'm just interested to see what elements or tropes or themes they're going to tie in next. Because they've already borrowed a lot from the other non-canon movies, you know, canon arcs. I'm just curious how they're going to rehash something else. Or if they're going to create something new entirely. Yeah, because what? Um, If we
0: look at, before we give our final thoughts on superhero, if we look at going back to Broly... Broly was a lot of the Dragon Ball Zero thing that Toriyama wrote... Slash Bardock, the father of Goku. It was the first Broly movie. And you could argue maybe a little bit of the second in terms of action. And it was Fusion Reborn. Yep. Right? This was... Mm -hmm. This was... Bio Broly... Mixed with some things from the Android Slash Cell Saga... Mixed with Red Ribbon Army the stuff. The History of Trunks. History ishy. of Trunks. Um, The Saiyan Saga. Like, I'm sure there are other movie references that we're missing out on here. The 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 Wrath of the Dragon with Harutagarn. Like Selmax felt a lot like a Harutagarn type of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, interesting to see what they draw like you said what they draw on next here. Um
1: cooler's revenge. You know,
0: honestly <laughs> honestly I have been wanting to have Cooler be in a movie like this for a while. I have a feeling he could actually show up in the manga given on what happened in the manga recently, but I'm not gonna say that. But before we give our final thoughts on superhero again just put broly in the movie for the next one <laughs> honestly uh i said yeah, we weren't gonna, i said we weren't going to talk about it but goku and vegeta are training on whis's planet and broly is training there with them and they make it a point to be like broly is not ready yet he does not know how to spar without completely losing it and getting angry
1: trying to kill everybody yeah,
0: and trying to kill everybody like Whis has Goku and Vegeta spar against each other without any transformations any ki blasts they can still fly but it's all pretty much just physical fighting so that Broly can watch them because Whis is like Vegeta, Goku, Broly you're all gonna spar and Vegeta's like hell no
1: <laughs> I do not want <laughs> to fight Broly hell no
0: he's like I am not fighting this guy this guy will try to kill me because he loses control so I'm interested to see what happens. Like I don't want Broly to just be a throwaway. We talked about it after the Broly movie, right? Um, Broly feels like something
1: fresh for Dragon Ball. So, yeah, he has a lot of he has a lot of potential.
0: So do that. Um, but also pushing off our final thoughts, even though it's a long episode, uh, pushing off our final thoughts to Superhero one more time. Uh, verdict. We touched upon it a little bit, but verdict on not talking about Broly not comparing to Broly but verdict on the CG in this movie because that's what a lot of people are going to talk about that's going to be a reason a lot of people do not see this movie is because they have the Battle of Gods Resurrection F and a little bit of Broly movie CG in their minds and they are which is terrible it's like PS2 level CG back then uh, and that's going to be a reason a lot of people don't see this movie, because it has the CG attached to it. So what did you think about the CG overall?
1: I mean, the CG was actually a lot better. It's pretty clean for the most part. The only problem I have with the CG, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> is it doesn't always have the weight that it should. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the hits feel light. Yeah. There are a but couple of but Other than moments. that, it's not really that bad. There's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of potential for different shots and action sequences that you can do in 3D that you can't do in 2D.
0: Also, there were moments I think you and I talked about picking up on this, there were moments where they did use 2D. Videl on Piccolo's phone was 2D, not CG. I swear, Orange Piccolo coming up from the chasm looked 2D <laughs> like there were there were it some might moments might have
1: been it's hard to say
0: there were some moments which I think speaks to like again impact of combat outside I think that speaks to the like if you're worried if CG is all you're worried about don't worry about it of this movie um the scenes admittedly on Weese's planet were rough right <laughs> uh goku and goku and vegeta it was rougher it was it still wasn't like og battle of gods resurrection f cg bad but it was rougher than the rest of the movie and there were certain characters that did not look good in cg Weiss in cg was rough
1: (laughs) i didn't really Um, look at Weiss in cg to be honest
0: he was rough but he's only in it for like a minute and then magenta like the dude in the suit, his and Carmine, like his arm movements were a little weird sometimes, just because yeah, he was in a weird. suit. He was in a suit, so you could tell, like that uncanny valley. I know how it should look when a suit moves, and there's no wrinkle or anything on it, right?
1: Mm, yeah, that that was a problem. Yeah, I noticed that. But, tell you what, didn't look weird in CG. Them hey, cheeks. Bulma. Hey, hey, hey Chi though? Boma Boma and Chi I was like, well, they spent some time on these uh these curvatures.
0: So yeah, if you haven't if if you are worried about the CG, like if you're listening to this not caring about spoilers and you haven't seen the movie, fair to say, would you would you agree that the CG is not bad enough that it will distract you from the movie?
1: Oh yeah. No, I've seen worse CG in other movies. And this that's no reason to detract from the movie itself. If you have the opportunity to see it in theaters, I still invite you and hope you do see it in theaters.
0: Yeah, and that leads us, finally, to our ultimate thoughts, and I'll pass it to you. Ultimate final thoughts on superhero as a
1: movie. <sighs> oh, boy. Lots of feelings to unpack here. Overall... Dragon Ball super superhero is is a interesting blend of old themes, new forms, and just some overall wholesomeness from pan and Piccolo interactions, like you said, Piccolo carried this movie, really brought it home Gohan eh, I already explained how I feel about Gohan. his form was not deserved overall though it's still a interesting. I think we're back to the roots of where Dragon Ball, Super Z, whatever movies, they're, they're shaky again. This was a shaky for me. It wasn't bad. And it was good. But it wasn't, this wasn't like Broly. And I am comparing it to Broly. This isn't another movie where I can say you have to see this. Yeah, This is a movie that you, you I recommend you see it. Especially if you're a fan of Dragon Ball. If you're a fan, you're still going to have a good time. I can promise you that. Yeah, I echo that However, sentiment. However, I think the best the way movie I can The movie does have noticeable movie, flaws. Especially At because, least in story beats. Like, you can't so, avoid
0: the Broly comparisons, right? Still see because it. Because it is an it has actual problems. sequel to Dragon That's Ball Super That's nothing new for Broly. a Dragon Ball Z movie. They've said it, thoughts. and pacing-wise, like, seeing what's going on in this movie, it is a direct sequel to Dragon Ball Super Broly. Um, Broly felt like it was pushing Dragon Ball forward, Right? This yeah, movie, th- especially because we see Goku and Vegeta training Broly on Weis's planet, especially because we see that aspect. This movie, for better, because it gave shine to characters that don't get a lot of time on screen, but also for worse, felt like a filler in between the next chapter of the Goku, Vegeta, mm, Broly story.
1: Yeah. Like a like a setup movie.
0: Yeah, it felt very much like a setup movie. Um, that's why I said, for the next movie, bring it back to Broly. Like, this is something that is happening at the same time as Goku and Vegeta deciding to train Broly right after the Broly movie. But again, it just felt like fun filler, for sure, was some great... Action sequences highlight being the Gamma 2 full force attack on Cell Max. Still Let me tell you incredible.
1: <laughs> it yeah. But true.
0: but it felt like like it's not out, outside of Orange Piccolo and Beast Gohan appearing, and that only applies if they're in the next movie. If the next movie is focused on Goku Vegeta Broly. And we don't see Orange Piccolo. And we don't see Beast Gohan. This is like something you don't have to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah. I Here's I, what's about to happen. I fully I enjoyed it.
0: I fully enjoyed it. And I'd say if you're even slightly interested. It's a fun time like Demetrius said in theaters. But again. Whereas Broly really really felt canon. It really felt like a natural evolution. This feels more like. If you're watching old school Dragon Ball Z, there's the main story and then it cuts away from the main story and you get like a piccolo driving episode that fans really, really like. But it's the obvious filler. And then it cuts back to the Mm -hmm. main story. That's my that's my view on superhero.
1: Here's my prediction? prediction. Here's my prediction, man. If I've seen the return of Frieza in Golden Frieza and I see a Cell Max return. That can only mean that boo in some shape or form even though we have you know fat Majin boo yeah boo in some shape or form is going to make a return maybe in the form of Oob maybe he becomes in some shape or form a kid boo level threat uh, or bigger he is you know manga I'm canon. so
0: he's manga Canon and
1: it, he's already Canon so he showed up there's in a the lot manga. of potential. Yeah, there's a lot of potential for them to to do it. And at this point, at this rate, with them bringing back old enemies, um, I think it's a very high potential that he will come back.
0: So let me throw one wrinkle here for you for my prediction. I'm going to throw a wrinkle in there that maybe a lot of our listeners, unless you're a friend of mine that I've talked to about this, um, might not have thought about there is a twitter account i think it's called dbs hype or i think it's dbs chronicle yeah i'm pretty sure it's dbs chronicle and the profile picture of this if you want to look them up is gohan from this movie right the nerdy gohan and about a week of a week before this movie came out started leaking plot points 100 accurate orange piccolo beast gohan cell max all that As the movie got closer he was leaking more and more information. And when the movie came out, and it had been about a day, he replied to somebody's tweet about "Well, what's happening next with a very simple name and keep in mind everybody that if this leaker is truly as close to the source, leaker lives in Japan too. Um, if this leaker is truly as close to the source that he was able to leak out this information as quickly as possible, knowing that they are already working on the next movie and that turnaround time for the next movie should be relatively quick, assuming they're doing it in CG again, Uh, leaker responded with one name, and that name was Raditz. Huh? So, there are a lot of different directions that this could go, whether or not you want to believe this guy, uh proven track record for the manga and the movies, bruh. All of that. It's type about of to things. be
1: Farmer with the shotgun dog.
0: <laughs> the low key. The true goat? ultimate boss. He 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 saw Raditz like flick the bullet away and decided to train in the mountains. He <laughs> was playing
1: the, dead the whole time.
0: Farmer with the shotgun gets two shotguns. Bro.
1: <laughs> Impossible. Super the true Elden 2. Ring boss.
0: Oh my god! So, so there's a lot of different places. This is getting a sequel, so look forward to it, Demetrius. It was a good talking movie with you, my friend. Oh it was yeah, a good always movie. a pleasure. Um, we'll have to see if Said does eventually see this to get his thoughts.
1: But <laughs> hashtag again, Saeed.
0: exactly. Again, everybody, hit that hashtag #Where's Said. Um, but as a throwback, Demetrius and I were like, why not just put out an episode where it's just us and talk it over pretty long longest episode we put out in a while uh i had fun with it i hope you had fun with
1: demetrius oh yeah no always always a good time talking
0: and hope you all had fun listening to it so if you did and you don't follow us on social media hit us with a follow at bebop banter bebop underscore banter uh, you can follow us on Instagram. That's where we're most active. We do have a Twitter page, but we don't use it as much. So hit us on Instagram. That's where you can hit us with the hashtag, where's Saeed? Um You know, if you want to support the pod, you can go to, I mentioned it earlier, long time ago, almost an hour and a half ago. You can go to killthecrooks.com. We are brand ambassadors. Get some anime inspired merch, limited drops. Once they're sold out, they're sold out. It is pricey but you can use code BEBOP15 to save 15% off of your order. Um, But also, you know, if you follow us at one of our socials, comment with what you guys thought about the movie. Happy Worldwide Download Celebration to all of our Dokkan players. We'll see how summons go. Wish you all the best luck. But until then, my name was Wes, and I guess Demetrius? You want to hit it with uh, both of them? (laughs) <laughs> i don't know how we're gonna I do guess this so I, I guess i'll say <laughs> my name is wes uh and this podcast is to be continued
1: bebop don't stop peace